Brady. This is Club Hell. Thanks for coming, kids. Hey, Hello. This is Notes from the Back Row. A cinema podcast of commentary, questions, answers, dreams, fears, joy rides, hell rides, and so much more. So strap in for a veritable cinematic Coney Island of the Mind. Welcome to another installment of Notes from the Back Row. We've got myself, Veronica, we've got Dan the Man, and Whoa. Jenna here. Yo. All discussing Suspiria, which, as we know, has been remade this year and is getting pretty solid reviews. Uh, we have a little bit <laughs> of a different take on some of it. I I want to say kind of quickly, because I know that Jen and I have discussed Hereditary, which was uh, pretty loved by people, and now we're going to discuss this one in a not entirely positive, we're not, you know, it's <laughs> it's mixed, it's mixed, but I, I feel like sometimes it sounds like I'm being uh, a contrarian, basically, and disagreeing with things that people love. It's not. I just... These movies get so overhyped, and I build them up in my own head, and then they're never going to live up to what is going on in my own skull. <laughs> so I feel bad for these directors, because I don't know what I expect from them. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I really, I really wanted you to freak me out, and it's just not yeah. working. And it's not like you go into movies wanting to hate it or anything, right? Like we, we go into movies wanting to love them and wanting to enjoy them. <laughs> especially, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And especially this one. Cause I had yeah. been hereditary was something that I, you know, saw a preview for and was like, Oh, I want to see this. But this one I had been hearing about for years. It had been floating around forever, probably since like, I, I think legit 2015 was the first time I heard someone go like, oh yeah, they're remaking Suspiria. And I have the opposite reaction to when they remake movies I love that most people do, where I'm like, oh, good. Yeah. Let's let's see it again and with something new and different. Um, so I was really looking forward to this. And for me, the biggest... Uh, I mean, I think the biggest problem was the length. I do think that was kind of unnecessary um but i also think it was the more i think about it the less it was i left it being like okay i guess it was kind of gory and beautiful and the more i rolled it around in my head i was like it wasn't even it wasn't even really that gory and it wasn't even <laughs> really that it was like pretty i know i've said this before to you jenna it's like it it wasn't beautiful because beautiful kind of has to have some teeth beautiful has to be like a little bit challenging and it was it was pretty you know, but it's like pretty people and pretty buildings and things that sort of photograph easily and well. And I just, I don't know, I it didn't, it just never, never connected with me the way the original did. I mean, I saw the original, I was still in high school, so it was like 2003 or something. And this was way after seeing hundreds and hundreds of horror movies and being freaked out and whatever. And I, 
never watched the original and like had nightmares, you know, it wasn't something like that. It just, it just hit a nerve with me. I could watch it over and over and over again and still be affected. And I just, I don't know. I think that's probably hard magic to replicate. Yeah. And, and I felt like the same way, um, and feel the same way about remakes that you do is I'm generally like, awesome, do a new movie, take this idea, take it somewhere else, update it, do something interesting. And so when I saw the trailer for Suspiria, the remake, I was really excited because it did look like they're not just doing the like, we have fancy color gels and it's the exact same, you know, style. I I thought that it was a really great choice to do. We're going to set it in Berlin and we're going to have it be really kind of, you know, depressing and bleak looking. Um, and it's going to be more about like the texture of the movie and the texture of the, you know, uh, locations and all, and all that. And so I was really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that Jenna had said to someone like, Oh, I, after the trailer came out that she wanted more color in it and she wasn't even she was just going like because i want more color in general and yeah this was like a facebook uh yeah group for cult movies and i i agree i can always take more color but i did think when i saw the trailer like okay they know that they're like people are almost going to be expecting that they're going to be expecting this like technicolor super crazy mm-hmm. bright and i thought it was kind of a good idea to do it a little bit it was still you know, very rich color, but yeah. it just wasn't this like neon day glow coming at yeah. you kind of color. It would have been really easy for them to just do that. Right. And I was like, oh yeah, I can understand why they didn't. Uh, yeah. But nice I... they made Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still haven't seen. I'm so behind. That's another but... hyped one. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I guess with that one, I would... I mean, after Jenna saw it, I think my sta- my uh, expectations for it went a little higher because she liked it. But I would have gone into that with, like, almost no expectations. So it probably yeah. wouldn't have let me down. Um, I did not like Beyond the Black Rainbow, so... No, I, yeah. I went in there with, like, the, the literally the lowest of the low expectations. And, <laughs> yeah. and it was better than pure shit, so... <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, Suspiria is so funny enough. I think both of you like uh, the, like the original Suspiria a lot, and I don't. Um, I, I have plenty of, of positive things that I can say about it. You know, it's not that I hate it, um, but I don't. I wasn't really, like, I didn't need this. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't, like, need the, uh, you know, remake of this uh, movie so much, but... I was intrigued by it because of the fact that I'm not crazy about the original. And I thought, well, maybe this one will make more sense than the original one ever did. And uh, in some ways it did, actually. And in some ways, I, well, yeah, no, don't worry. I I have other complaints. Um, You know, but the the plot with the the whole witch plot, I I really like that they were more upfront about it. Oh, yeah. Sure. That they really weave that uh, in and out at the beginning. There was no guessing game it didn't come at you in the last half hour um i like that they had a little more fun with it for sure that you know the scene where the cops come to investigate (laughs) and then they just sort of hypnotize them and and you know laugh at their (laughs) their Their genitalia genitalia. (laughs) and uh you know so it was you know there's this like little creepy moments that, that they added in that i really uh i really appreciated 
that it helped it really helped me understand i mean because i suspiria i actually just rewatched the original before we, we started recording here and it makes way more sense to me now but i've i've watched it twice before that and could not understand what the hell was happening <laughs> like for i mean and i'm i'm pretty good at understanding you know you know bare bones plots or or surrealist whatever but like i just suspiria i there's something about it i just cannot focus and so I mean, it was kind of at least with this remake i i felt like i understood the plot a lot better i understood what was happening uh like with the witches you know like right. uh, like why this was like the i actually thought that they, they they wove in the dance stuff in in a better way than the original suspiria does um, well, there's very little dance stuff in the original Suspiria. Yeah. They have, like, you know, a couple of classes, and that's, there's no... I like the performance as, you know, a theater kid. I like that there was this, like, very, very tense performance in the middle yeah. of the movie. You know, because that's... And that's why I, like, the parts that do work almost work, because they do connect with something real. Um, mm-hmm. which the original Suspiria never really tried to do. In fact, you can, you don't even have to think about the plot until she goes to meet her friend's friend, um, who basically like tells her about witches and then that's it. Yeah. And like, oh, okay. So that's what's going on. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's go back I, to the. I do find that in, like, I would agree with Jenna that in the original, I think maybe, the difference between the original and the 2018 one is in the original, the end game, I guess is a little bit more not necessarily as defined. And I feel like in the new one, it's a little bit more specific. Like why do they want her? What are they doing? What is like their end game is a little bit more fleshed out in the new one. Right. They also had it in the original. It's like, they're just sort of leeching energy from girls. Yeah. You know, they were just kind of draining them, which gets brought up in a smaller capacity. I like them like pulling dancers mm-hmm. things from other dancers to give to oh, you, you know whoever out. was was kind of the rising star. Um I like that. I just I I think it was um very 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 long. And the I don't know why Nymphomaniac did this too, and it felt really unnecessary. I blame Wes Anderson for many of the ills in the world, but this one in particular, I don't know why movies are doing that like chapter sort of setup now. Um, and this one was like six chapters, six acts, and a in a eulogy epilogue, eulogy, Jesus. Uh, and it just it. It breaks it, it like it's distracting, it breaks it up, it starts to get momentum, and then all of a sudden it's like act two and gives me a title. And I'm like, what is yeah. going why? Why are you doing this to me? Just let it let it go. But so I there was just a lot of like almost formatting in the new one that I was like, Why are you doing this? Like when I saw the opening of the movie and I saw that it was gonna be a six act structure, I was kinda like, Oh boy. <laughs> tuck in here well i had known so i i knew the length because i was bringing uh, my roommate who likes to go to stuff but i also know that he he was gonna need a drink if he was gonna be sitting there for two and a half hours so mm. we sit down and i was like this is a two half two and a half hour movie and he stands up and like goes to the bar right away and i was like <laughs> yeah just letting you know so i kind of knew going into it it was gonna be um 
long, which was something I had also been yeah. like, it's going to be a long, gory movie, like steal yourself for this. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to talk about uh, the finale of it because it just, I mean, the finale in the original uh, is the least interesting part of the movie, I I think. And yeah. but you just get there and she sees Helena Marcos and she kills kills her and okay yeah. great and then it ends um, like in classic exploitation we're done here yeah yeah everything just it's like a fall of the house of Usher right yeah. it's like everything just falls apart and you're like cool Freeze rain. that works yeah. <laughs> and everybody ever, go home I, I, like I know I just watched the original like you know minutes ago they don't sure. explain what the heck Suspiria is right. Uh, I thought they did because the, the 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 remake had this ending that I was not that I was like yes th- this is the ending of this movie and then I just watched it again and I'm like oh <laughs> it wasn't yeah they um they explained what Suspiria is in the trailer so you can find I know it's kind of a dumb thing to say but like they have <laughs> the original trailer on for the original Suspiria and you know it's it's actually it's kind of fun it has like it opens with this woman brushing her hair and it turns around and she's just like a skeleton yeah so and in that one they're like it means whispers who's whispering (laughs) in the night you know shit like that um (laughs) it also he does have the other two movies uh that have to that are like part of the whole mother of series so you kind of fill in the gaps there not like i guess that's also kind of what i love about the original suspiria is that you don't there are totally gaps um but you kind of don't need to like you don't if you don't have information you don't have information the movie just keeps going and you're kind of fine uh so but did you guys find with the 2018 Suspiria, one of my problems with it was I felt like the movie was setting itself up for this really interesting second chunk of the movie um, where I uh, just get the character names. Um, uh, so Susie, Susie is becoming more and more pulled into this web of, of witches. Um, and then Sarah Mia Goth is kind of like, meeting uh with the tilda swinton character um the psychologist and is is telling him no it's just a dance studio and then we kind of get to this point where where there's it almost feels like the movie is going to do a a switch where now sarah is going to be the main character because Susie has been fully sort of pulled into this web and 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 i was like oh this is going to be so cool there's like you know they're friends there's a lot of like relationship drama stuff that we're going to get into here where she's going to now have to convince Susie. Um, and I felt like that would have even played with where the movie goes, where, where the reveal becomes like that. I feel like seeing that through Sarah would have been really like a shocking kind of reveal more so than the way that they pulled it off. I just felt like they go down that road and then they're like, ah, never mind. We're, st- we're still going to follow Susie. And I just kind of yeah. felt like, wow, what a really like, like missed opportunity. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean I liked that they had they they did sort of expand on Sarah's character a little. I'm I'm with you. I thought it was going to be like you know, the in some ways it feels like they kept the 
the how the movie went for the original where it's like they kept the beats yeah. and then just like fleshed out because i was like oh they're doing more with sarah in this one in the original she's just kind of fodder you know she's yeah. just there to get killed and i was like oh okay so this and in is the like, dumbest possible way i know that one is <laughs> i mean i liked the barbed wire like the razor wire part once she finally falls into the razor wire i'm like oh okay <laughs> this movie's <laughs> back on track a kill that doesn't play well um like when when i watched it with emma um she like she was watching that scene i could kind of sense that like it doesn't really play unless you kind of like go all in and accept the kind of world that the movie is taking place in this sort of right. like weird fantastical fairy tale movie where whereas like the way that she reacts to the little knife coming through oh, and like yeah. backs away slowly i'm just like watching it with emma and seeing it through her eyes i was like yeah this is silly as fuck <laughs> right yeah the last so time i saw it. it at the castro it was like a laugh riot everyone was yeah. cracking up but then, of course, then she, like, and you can hear the people who've never seen it before, because they're all, you know, and my friend Rhiannon was with me, and uh, she doesn't really like horror movies anyway, so it's like the opening was kind of rough for her, and then she was looking at me like, I can't believe you like this shit, I can't believe you watch this movie, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, that scene's happening, and everyone's laughing, and she's like, just run away, what is this, like, climb out yeah. that window, climb out that window, and I'm like, oh, yeah, she's gonna, just you wait. <laughs> so you can hear all the people who've never seen it being like, oh, so stupid, so stupid, and then she, like, falls into a pit of razor wire, and everyone got quiet, you know, yeah. and I was like, yeah, it is kind of, it's kind of one of those moments where it is stupid but then she's in a pit of razor wire and you're like oh my god that's pretty gnarly yeah. but it's also stupid i like <laughs> i mean it's surprising it's like it's a good jump scare because you don't you know you literally do not see it coming yeah. but uh yeah i have a hard time i mean like that's what i don't like about suspiria i think it looks beautiful i think the plot is is silly as hell <laughs> And then, like, I, I just, you know, most of these things are just people walking into being murdered. So it's just sort of like, I, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I find the whole thing too silly. And, like, I, you know, horror movies, I'm usually a, a real chicken about, and there's just nothing scary about Suspiria. <laughs> Which is just like, you know, even, and even this remake, I, I thought, was also just, like, completely unscary. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I was I, really I, I let agree. down by this scary factor of the remake yeah i don't necessarily think that i've ever been scared by the original suspiria i think it's more of a movie that i just get, i just get wrapped up in yeah the vibe i get wrapped up in the aesthetic i get i, I like the story but i also agree like it's super silly but it kind of has that like like taking something super silly very serious and sometimes that I would say most of the time in the movie it really works, but in those scenes, like, with her reaction to, like, slowly walking away, sometimes it just doesn't land right. But generally, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, because it's not... I don't think I've ever met someone who was like, oh, yeah, Suspiria freaked me out. Like, maybe yeah. someone who grew up in the 60s, but I, I think even <laughs> then, I think people watching these movies were here for beautiful gore. So yeah. I don't really think you're supposed to be scared of it i at least wanted to be with the original if it was going to be like updated gore i was like okay updated you know 
where we are with gore now in the world is <laughs> worlds away from you know yeah. the late 60s early 70s and i'm i'm on board for it you know so i was yeah. looking forward to that i was that's i wasn't even going in like this is going to scare me as much as like oh mm-hmm. this is going to fuck me up and yeah. you know it didn't i i think the opening sequence of the original was cuz i knew that that was that was kind of the mirrored room scene was like the opening original kill. Um, Cause I knew they weren't going to try to have an opening the way the original yeah. did. I, that would have been, you know, uh, sort of a folly in, you know, it would be like having technicolor where it's like, yeah, you don't yeah. really need that. It's something people liked to the original, but you should do your own thing. So I think the mirrored room scene was kind of, like the the remakes uh opening and yeah. i i liked it i certainly did but i don't think it was as effective as the original like that first kill in the original um yeah because it has it definitely suffers from the problem you were saying before about how it's too good looking yeah like i mean especially even like the murders <laughs> even like a really horrific murder where like someone's you know body is being twisted inside out and they were like peeing and crapping themselves and bleeding and all this like really horrible stuff that you know it was creepy to think about it was creepy to watch but it also like in in some ways could be interchangeable with a perfume commercial right <laughs> well and it's like the because we had heard so much about the mirrored room scene it had been that mm-hmm. one they showed at some film festival and people were like oh my god <laughs> it's the craziest thing i've ever seen which <laughs> like who are these people at these I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm like, you're a film person, right? You've seen, not even to be like, we can probably cut this part because this is very macabre, <laughs> but like, didn't we all see those crazy fucking beheading videos when we were in high school? Like that, that reporter that got kidnapped by Al-Qaeda or something? Like, that I was, actively I, avoided those. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's probably for the best. But if I was going to pick like the most disturbing thing I've ever seen, I feel like that's going to be a lot closer to the top of the list than, you know, I the scariest part in the mirrored room scene for me was right when the door clicks closed because that was like that moment of claustrophobia and being mm-hmm. trapped. And then when it started to actually get going, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is, because yeah. it was like, oh, here, it's going to, this is going to be so gruesome. I might have to look away. And then it ended. I was like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, I felt like that scene really worked for me. But but it's one of those, uh, one of those things where it, it's, it worked so well for me that it almost highlighted why why i didn't like the movie otherwise like it was this kind of isolated scene where i was like wow okay the tension of that scene and i did feel very like pushed back from it i don't think it was the grossest thing i've ever seen but i did feel like like that kind of like juxtaposition between the way it was shot and the way that we're going from a dance to this kind of macabre thing was really effective and i kind of wanted the the movie to function more on that level yes elsewhere absolutely (laughs) um what did you guys think of like one of, one of my main problems with the movie was just that in an in an attempt to kind of like deepen the sort of updating of this narrative and and kind of address different topics like the movie's you know talking about generational guilt you know the cold war and like 
with the witch stuff and motherhood and all that. Like, I totally agree with Jenna. My one of my favorite things about Suspiria 2018 was that none of the witch stuff is behind doors. It is just like they're reading a paper and like casually talking about their witchy ways. And I love that so much. But I just felt like in an attempt to say all these different things and have all these different themes it just like muddied the movie and when the movie ended i was like oh that's what you wanted to be about like why didn't you actually be about some of these things it just felt like i i think in uh, a rambling email i sent to jenna after i saw the movie i had sort of made this point or like this statement about like we we got the metaphor you know have it in divided berlin have these things going around on the the outside, have the power struggle going on on the inside. Yeah. We got it. And it kept like <laughs> hitting us over the head and I was like your your audience, I mean, think of who's coming to see this. You we're going to figure it out. We're going to get it. You don't have to keep coming back and being like this is what we're doing. Get it? Get it? Get it? See, yeah. it's look at the political stuff versus the interior. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We know. We know. Yeah. The minute you now said divided Berlin. That, <laughs> right, yeah. Ah, now springboard into... Yeah. Yeah. I felt I... like that was a big problem with the movie. It never... It, it sets up these things that are so interesting, but then it never actually uses them as a jumping off point to, like, make any, you know, actual points or actual insight. It's just very, like get it yeah i wish so in um sort of in my prediction of the movie while i was watching it is i was kind of going like okay they're gonna they're gonna build up this power struggle inside the 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 ballet school and then there's just gonna be like an all-out civil war you know it's gonna be like students siding with teachers whoever whoever wants to take down marcos is trying to take down marcos blanc is trying to like amass her own power and then when we got to the finale i was like oh that's what this is gonna be right and then Mm. uh -uh. if (laughs) i'm not entirely (laughs) right uh... (laughs) and then there was this demon lizard thing that (laughs) i don't think we needed Susie being like you know the most powerful natural witch in the world or whatever that was about mm-hmm. like her being the true mother i don't think we needed any of that yeah um, i think that would have been a better reveal if if it had been again from the perspective of her friend realizing right. what's actually going on instead of it kind of playing as like a psych yeah and then <laughs> and then her. like her friend is you know both uh Patricia and Sarah are like at that big ritual sacrifice thing and Susie just like you know she kills them it's a mercy killing but then it's just oh that's that's what they're here for (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I don't know it just seemed it that last scene to her that not last scene (sighs) last big gory scene Mm -hmm. just it, it was so it was so bizarre not in like the way I wanted, where it just seemed like someone going like, okay, we got to make this weird. We got to make it weird. People want it to be weird. And I'm like, no, people want it to be (laughs) gory. And people kind of want it to be graphic. We don't need to have this like opera. If they set it through all that red, you can't even see what's going on. That's what I... Yeah, that looked really strange. It looked like they... 
I know that this was, was shot a while ago and then was in editing hell for a bit. And sure. I, I, the ending is, you know, just from a filmmaking perspective that there's like a lot of editing tricks happening there yeah. that seem like they didn't shoot enough footage for the ending that they've now made it. Yeah. Especially yeah. that last, the literally the last scene of that house where it has to the close up on the, um, the heart, the heart that was inscribed in the side of it. Like, that's just like, they just went in premiere and like blew up the image times 200 <laughs> and it's super grainy and weird looking and it just doesn't look professional. It was like, you, you guys didn't shoot, you know, a close up of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, so what is that about? So I feel like that was really strange. And then that they, they chose to make this all in red also. It just, it didn't look right. And, and, and it being slowed down, and they didn't shoot it in in uh, you know with enough frames to to actually slow it down like it just yeah like felt, digital slow yeah and it they, felt weird especially when the rest of the movie is so gorgeous and and well crafted yeah. and well shot you know like I I I think that like the movie looked great and even though I you know as I said on that one Facebook thread before the movie came out like I do like color but I actually really enjoyed the color palette in this and I really yeah. enjoyed. The set, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I like the costumes. Like, I, I really loved looking at this movie. But, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, like, there's that really mysterious, mysteriously edited ending. <laughs> yeah, I, in that, that final sacrifice thing, um, I kept, I, like, couldn't tell where anyone was in relation to each other. So this lizard thing is coming out. In, and that, right. first of all, it comes out before the, in a red wash before the, the rest of yeah. the film is entirely red. So I'm like, all right, is this another dimension? Is this nearby? And then it's kind of going around the room. You, like, you couldn't see if it was, if people knew it was there. You couldn't see if Susie, like, where Susie was. Yeah. It seemed like it, I'm with you. I think they just didn't have enough footage. Yeah. And then People's, were... like, heads are up exploding or something, but I can't <laughs> actually see what's going on. Like, it felt oh, okay. a lot like, it almost reminded me of, like, in Kill Bill when they turned it black and white. I was like, is this just to avoid a rating? You know what I mean? Like, are they right. just washing this out because, like, they can't show it all because it, then it would be NC-17 or something? Huh. I, yeah. I felt like that whole sacrifice scene almost to me felt like the the knife scene in the original like it is trying to do this very stylized thing and it's walking this really you know balanced line where it's it's trying to do something but it's falling on the side of like goofiness like right. i found that whole last sacrifice scene should have been really intense and really like freaky but it landed just on that side of like, oh, now it's almost campy. Like you're, t it's being very, so serious with the dancing. Now I'm almost laughing. Very campy, having the the weird operatic singing, having yeah. it. You know, I thought uh, Helena Marcos. The, I wish someone had sort of done a little bit of a, a more like restrained design on her. In the mm -hmm. original, you see Helena Marcos for like a second, and she looks like a corpse, and. Yeah. I I got what they were going for in this one, but it looked like, you know, it, it looked like something, it looked like a mid-stage Cronenberg creature, you know, where mm -hmm. it's like before it's fully, before it's final form. And it just was like silly. She looked like a weird frog hybrid. And yeah. I could even, my roommate who 
had to look away from the mirrored room scene um, was like in hysterics in that he was cracking up when <laughs> it panned to Helena Marcos. He was like, what? I was like, no, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I'm, uh... <laughs> and then I, and I was still holding out hope too. Cause I was like, all right, this is it. So they're going to do yeah. right. There hasn't been, there isn't a big bloody finale in the original Suspiria, but there really hasn't been like enough to satiate me i guess in in this one thus far so it's got to be here it's got to be coming yeah and it was just i do have to say i feel like we skipped over one um scene that i did like uh the where sarah goes into like the bowels of the ballet school yeah and um definitely yeah and when she finds patricia i thought that was like a good enough reveal i know there was jen and i have talked about uh they're like the mangled torso of a ballet dancer, like crawling towards her that we all wish got more screen time. Um, yeah. Cause kept going back freaky. to Patricia who just kind of looked like a, you know, a zombie. Um, but with this, you know, later in that scene where Sarah breaks her leg and then they kind of like patch her up, but you can still see the bump. So you know that she's not healed, you know, they've yeah. just got her upright and get her back out on stage that reminded me of, um, what is it? The red shoes, right? The red shoes where yeah. like she's, she's dancing, she's in immense pain and she just keeps going. Oh and even the original little mermaid, so like the story, I know it just played at the Castro and I had rehearsal. So I oh, missed it. I was bummed. <laughs> uh, but you know that someone, someone being like compelled to do something, even though they're in this insane amount of pain, you know, and that, that, isn't explicitly said in the movie they don't go like okay well you'll still be in pain but you're gonna be dancing until your leg breaks you know that's just something that that's like a layer that someone can bring to it and that's what i thought that scene was very effective um yeah. i just again it was like it would hit these moments that i was like good 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 here we go and then yeah it was like back to people staring at each other and <laughs> a lot of a lot of empty music cues I felt like there was mm -hmm. a lot of times that the music sort of swelled or went to, you know, I was like, okay, something's got to happen. Listen to that music. But, yeah, I didn't find Tom York's uh, sound. I, like a lot of people were also very hyped over his soundtrack. And I found like there was a few scenes where it, where it really fit and it really worked. But most of the times when his music came on, especially in the opening, the closing, when they used the, like the original song he wrote where he's singing, most of that time I was like, this doesn't fit at all. Yeah, he's he's definitely no uh, Johnny Greenwood in comparison. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys? Uh, how did you guys feel about Tilda Swinton doing like the three roles? So, um, you go ahead, Jenna. <laughs> I feel like we might have a similar opinion. Wait, can I just say what? What did I miss? Did I miss anything? Oh, mm -hmm. uh, no. I just talked about. Actually, I, I said this to you, or I made a comment about this in the email where the the scene with the broken leg reminds me of the three. Oh my God. I can't talk today. Reminds me of the red shoes where it's like someone is dancing. Uh, their feet are yeah. on fire basically. And they are like the original little mermaid story where it's just someone being compelled to perform, even though they're in like it's excruciating pain. I love that. I thought that was great. <laughs> I wanted more of that. So Tilda, I actually was, I, I kind of like that she had these th 
three roles. I, it didn't bother me whatsoever. However, the the character that Doctor Klemper, Klemper, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever his name was, I thought was just completely useless, and and really ruined the pacing of the entire film. And I really do not understand what like why they really and it kind of goes back to your point about why did you have to continually hammer this point home in every possible way you know i just didn't understand that at all but i thought she did a good job actually like i thought you know i i i knew it was her going in but there was no point at which i was like this is so obviously fake really i i mean except maybe when she's naked as a man but Right. The, I thought the, the voice was a little bit of a that to me sounded yeah, it sounded like a woman doing an old man voice. Yeah, you see these scenes where there are some shots of her as the psychotherapist and you're like, "Oh, like she completely disappeared. The like the makeup seems really really great. Like I I could imagine if I didn't already know looking at this scene and not knowing, but then she speaks and it's like, "Oh yeah, it's still swim." <laughs> oh right. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't I don't mind it. I think she did an okay job. I kind of don't I guess they were trying to keep it a secret so it wasn't really a gimmick. Um Yeah. But yeah, where it's like it didn't really add anything for me. Yeah. I I've will... seen people kind of say like it 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 adds to the movie because it's a movie where the only men in the movie are those men that get kind of um emasculated and so like by her playing the male psychotherapist it's like bringing a uh it's keeping the sort of feminine aspect to the film and sure i kind of get that but i was also like also i don't know (laughs) like it didn't really seem like like there was actually a point i don't know i guess i kind of buy that but i don't know yeah i also want to uh sort of go to the point of dr kemper klemper I think it's Klemper, um, being a little bit of a useless character. Because I actually, I think the main, (laughs) the overarching theme of our conversation is we all thought things, certain things were going to go in different ways each time and were all, you know, kind of let down. And that was something where I kind of liked the him being outside at first and trying to help with like, he, he seemed like a sympathetic enough character. He seemed genuine in what he was trying to do. And then there's this odd little, very shoehorned in, I feel line when the witches run out to the street and abduct him where he, they're going like women, women tell you the truth and you tell them they are lying. You tell them they are deluded, blah, blah, blah. And I, that seemed unnecessarily cruel because he didn't i i think if a man had come up to him and been like this building i live in is filled with witches he would have been like okie dokie buddy why don't you sit down and i'm just gonna call someone like i don't think it had anything to do it just felt it felt like such a dumb little like you know nod to to believe in women that i was like oh keep it like keep it you made this character was fine though this character was genuinely trying to help people what is yeah. what is the point of this like that's what confused uh, me too about the plot with his wife where you know he doesn't know where she is and i didn't get the sense that he i mean like he has guilt about having not done enough to find her or not done right. enough to 
to to have helped her leave sooner. But then also in his office, there was a menorah in the background, and I couldn't tell, is this guy meant to be Jewish? Like, right. I, I, I wasn't sure. Like, the whole thing, his whole plot line was really confusing. And I felt like the only reason that it was in there was to have that scene where the witches can lure him in, which was a great scene, actually. You know, where yeah. he sees the, this vision of his wife, but I, but also like if you had cut him out of the entire film, I think the film would actually be better for it. Yeah, it then, I can see that. He was like a little bit too. of an exposition machine, which is fine, but. And then for for him also to get you know you know yelled at, or I don't know like guilted by by Susie over whatever with his wife like she dies in a concentration camp like huh <laughs> like I just didn't. You know, like, and then, and then, you know, uh, you know, apparently, uh, you know, the, 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 the screenwriter here, I, I should look it up. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I don't remember he has, either. He has a really long. Uh, David Kajanich. Yeah. He, he apparently said he wanted the ending to be, um, uh, ambiguous but i'm like but it's so ambiguous <laughs> like it's yeah. hard to even know like what like i i had a heart i had to really like go back and google what the plot was meant to be because i wasn't sure i had a handle on it and you know i paid attention you know like i was watching the whole movie like i wasn't distracted so it was kind of i don't know that that i just that really that he he slowed down the the pace of everything and took me out of everything and didn't add anything yeah yeah i feel like the 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 movie's attempt to kind of like like with the whole stuff where um susie gives you know uh sarah and and patricia like those you know gentle deaths or whatever and then like the movie's trying to then also do this kind of thing where she's releasing him of the guilt or whatever. I just feel like it, there it's, it's using all these things and trying to connect the dots, but it just doesn't, it's almost like it's leaving it up to people to like write the analysis to like explain how it's all <laughs> written. Like I just yeah. feel like I've, I've read like takes on the movie where they, they put it all together and I'm like, but I don't know if the movie's putting it together. You know, <laughs> right. I don't think the movie's actually making a point with these pieces. I think it's just like giving you a bunch of puzzle pieces and being like, check it out, put them together. <laughs> yeah, I was also a little, um, I don't even know if confused is the word, but the it, they seem to sort of, um, you know, vacillate between the witches being good and evil. You know, Susie at the mm -hmm. end is kind of seems like she's she's redeeming them, I guess. Uh, you know, she's trying to she like gives her friends the gentle deaths and she wipes the doctor's mind. Um, but this so when we got to there, I was like, OK, wait, this whole time, though, these people we were supposed to be thinking of them as kind of bad guys right they're still like leeching energy from young impressionable students and you know keeping like torturing people who who deflect like are we is this supposed to be like another cold war thing where it's like you know the 
<laughs> like the modernization of a society now it's like softer and gentler is that what's supposed to be going on mm. i feel like i don't know it's sometimes ambiguity um feels like ambiguity for its own sake and yeah and i feel like it it also leads because to this kind of you know i've seen two different takeaways in certain takes of this movie as well where some people say like oh it's about you know the coven and motherhood and the bond of women and then i've seen other people say actually i found it offensive i think it's it's making this point where like when women are together it's like to be evil or that we're supposed to fear them and i feel like i feel like that's because the movie isn't deciding any of like right. what it is actually about right you know <laughs> like so, the movie never really says you have to be scared of these women but it also never says like the reason that i'm i'm like in here doing this like kind of thematic work it doesn't really give you actually what it thinks it just kind of says like here's a bunch of stuff yeah there uh there's this french director the guy who did martyrs um who he mm. did this other movie the tall man which i do yeah. genuinely like it doesn't have great reviews i want to see that i really recommend it um what's what's her name um jessica um, jessica alba no no the other from seventh heaven um oh. <laughs> jessica beale oh my god <laughs> the, Beal. Why did I say alba yeah i, I was gonna say alba because that's like the jessica i know more yeah. of but Jessica Biel's in it, and I she gives quite a performance. I was really, really impressed with it. But uh, a lot of the reason people didn't like it, like a lot of the criticism it gets, is that it's quote-unquote pro-kidnapping. Yeah, I've seen that take, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's I, I'm not even going to argue with that. What It's the same thing, like, why I, I don't necessarily like Martyrs, but I have an appreciation for it, because it's... He's someone who does sort of ambiguous endings very well because there's nothing ambiguous about what's going on. He, like, commits to characters being, you know, bad guys. He commits to characters being crazy. He commits to characters dying. He, like, these characters are following a trajectory and then you get to the ending and kind of go like, well, you make up your own mind. Did it, is this right? Is this wrong? Are we doing mm -hmm. what we're supposed to be doing? Um but there's never any, there's no shakiness in what happens before the ending. It's just, you kind of have to, you don't get yeah. an easy moral. And I feel the opposite with Suspiria, where everything, everyone felt a little shaky, and then you get a real easy moral. You know, you just get someone being like, it's okay, you tried your best, things are mm -hmm. sad, let's wash your memory of these sad things being like wait <laughs> what um so and what does that I have don't... to do with the witches like that like, I don't... Like, yeah like why why did we just spend all this time it's like it felt like it definitely felt like two different movies and, mm -hmm. and they didn't work well together yeah and it's like yeah. on one hand you have the original suspiria which i think is just really devoid of any message personally i'm sure that there are plenty of people out there and maybe you too <laughs> have a great I, uh... interpretation of it but i to me it's like a, a totally pointless film that it's just about killing people in a beautiful way and right I, it I, is you know... it's based on fairy tales you know it's just kind of based yeah, on like this is one dark of those histories I don't, I don't disagree with <laughs> yeah so it's like so so then to take something that is like that and I would be totally fine that's fine like I don't think that's like a bad thing inherently it's just that 
to, to take something like that and then shove in like this whole thing about guilt and whatever, you know, believing women, like, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't understand. Like, why, why did you even think that that was a good message even for this? Like, I feel like yeah. the, the better <laughs> message was, I mean, I didn't even know, like, I didn't even know what message I would put into Suspiria if I had to remake it. Yeah, that that's why I kind of felt that way about the ending where like with that scene in the bed, which had that like, you know, the sixth act or whatever. And it was like a sliced up pear. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that was like when it gets to that scene and it kind of reveals the stuff about like you, you did that you didn't do enough and you're guilty, but I'll wash you away. And then we end on the like, you know, the the heart and the engraving in the wood. And I was I was just like 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 you jen i was like what does that like what point are you making within the world of the witches and without the world with with this scene like why is this what you are deciding to be about in the finale like where was the path here and what are you trying to make me feel i just didn't i i maybe it's just me but like i didn't understand like what are you trying to get at (laughs) with with these themes together working as one i just never got that yeah, I think it's fair to say, I guess we were all very disappointed with Suspiria 2018. <laughs> but I mean, I am curious if, if anyone who is listening uh, is like, has been listening to this and is like tearing their hair out because they think yeah. that we're totally missing like some huge thing. I would love to hear about it. Like reach out yeah. to us on Twitter or Facebook, uh, you know, and when, when this is posted and, and let us know, like, uh, you know, we're, we're always interested in a dialogue. So, yeah. I, and I'm not against like seeing it again and like, seeing if I get it more out of it. And I think that's a good place to wrap up on Suspiria, I think. So I guess uh, all that's left is to say, go to back-row.com for the website. The email is backrowcineblog uh, at gmail.com? Yeah. (laughs) And then backrowcineblog on all the social medias, Facebook and Twitter. And let us know about Suspiria, like Jenna said. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Amazing. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.